Uh, nice to have your company for a Tuesday afternoon. Joining us is naturopath David Loman. Hello, David. How are Hello, you? Hello, Dave. Feeling great. Feeling good. Now, what are we talking about today? What have we're, you got your eye on? We're talking about a guy called William Donald Kelly, who people may or may not know, have heard of. He wrote a book called One Answer to Cancer back in 1969 and cured himself of pancreatic cancer. So he's a very important um, subject in the field of orthomolecular nutrition because he he understood what the body was really about. A very interesting man. We'll find out about him soon here at 2NURFM 103.7. As you're listening, 2NURFM 103.7. It's 2NURFM's Health and Wellbeing. We've got naturopath David Lomond with us for our sponsor, balancedtowellness.com.au. And we're talking about a most amazing man and an amazing story today. We are indeed. Uh, William Donald Kelly was a dentist. So he wasn't even a doctor. He Mm -hmm. was a dentist. And... In 1963, after years of uh, ill health and not knowing what was wrong, he was diagnosed with a double-barreled pancreatic and liver cancer. And he spent, and he was also told that he had two months to live, but he wasn't told that until two weeks into the prognosis, so he actually was given about six weeks to live. Mm. And he researched, he'd had an interest in medicine for a long time, and he actually researched what he could do. And what he found was the fundamental thing he first needed to do was change his diet, which he did, and he became a vegan. So he, for him, he couldn't eat any meat, he couldn't digest it, so he had to take that out of his diet completely. The interesting thing was that by 1964, he'd cured his pancreatic cancer and his liver cancer. 1969, he wrote a book called One Answer to Kelly, uh, to Cancer, and he was still alive in 1999 when he revised that book and he died in 2005 without any trace of cancer in his body. And not just himself, but I believe he helped cure other people. He helped thousands of people. Mm. There are a huge amount of testimonials in the back of his book and I actually have that book as an e-book that I'm happy to send to anybody who wants it if they uh, just... Uh, um, can send me an email and say, yeah, I'd like a copy of that book or even a copy of the article that uh, goes behind today's program. What's the email address they can send to to get that from If you? they send it to natural therapy pages forward slash holistic pathways, that will enable them to just correct uh, communicate directly with me from that website. We'll mention that again before we finish today. So grab a pencil and paper or pen and paper and we'll give that to you again a little later on for those who weren't prepared for that then. Now, let's find out a little bit more about this man. What changes did he make to his life? He changed his diet. He changed his spiritual belief. He changed his water intake. He changed um, the minerals that he took and and he changed the enzymes and the... uh, pancreatic um, support that he actually took. And he did it systematically. So he was had a really rotten diet. He was like most people out, you know, he didn't have a clue about nutrition or diet. He understood what to do for, say, asthma for somebody else, but because he didn't have asthma, he just went on eating his normal way because mm-hmm. he was originally known as the asthma doctor. Even though he was a dentist, he was giving nutritional advice about asthma and helping people cure their asthma. Then when he got sick... And he began to get those symptoms and he went to this doctor and that doctor trying to find the answer to what was wrong with him. He didn't get any answers until he was finally diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And that's what I find with a lot of people. They have sort of vague symptoms. They don't know what's going on. They get a lot of gas or bloating or belching or whatever it might be. Or the eyesight starts to fail and or get a hernia. 
And all of these things in Kelly's work, he detailed as precancerous type conditions that people need to be aware of and take care of because our digestive system is just supposed to work it's not supposed to be bloated or uncomfortable or or um you know that we've got a lot of gas and wind and farting and belching and all the rest of it those are all signs that the digestive system is not working and as soon as the digestive system is not working we're actually setting ourselves up for a more chronic condition Tell us a little bit more about some of the links that Dr. Kelly found with faulty metabolism. Well, what he discovered was that the metabolic type that you are, and he, he broke it down into about 10 different metabolic types. So what he said was, one man's meat's another man's poison. I have to live on this diet because it works for my body. But I'd be crazy to put you on that diet if it didn't work for your body. And he discovered that because his wife was getting sick and he got her to eat the same diet as he was having because he thought that would cure everything. And what he found was she got sicker. So then he started to investigate what he could do. And the only thing he hadn't done at that stage was give her meat. So he actually changed and he gave her a meat broth and she started to get well. And so what he discovered was that we are different. One person can eat meat and another person can't. One person can have this and another person can't. And he put that together in a program and it was called metabolic typing. And that program details pretty um, well the individual classifications of people based on their sympathetic and parasympathetic systems, how they digest food, and the functions of their body and how how um, well those body parts are actually functioning. It's 21 past 12. You're listening to Two in Your RFM's Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomond. We'll come back in a matter of moments and we'll continue to chat about this most amazing man, Dr. William Donald Kelly at Two in Your RFM 103.7. Easy listening to and you are a film 103.7, 26 past 12. You're listening to Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomond with us today. And we're following a, a most remarkable story about Dr. William Donald Kelly. And let's just quickly recap on what happened in his life in 1963, just briefly to bring those up to speed who just tuned in now, please, David. Well, he, when he was diagnosed with pancreatic and liver cancer, he was basically, by the time he heard about it, he was given six weeks to live. Mm. Um, within a short time, he'd actually cured himself by a program that he followed and then taught others to follow. Um, but it was more trial or tra- hit and miss a little bit because he just had to work out how to do that. But he did it successfully. Then he went on and helped thousands of others do the same thing. How did he, how was he able to adapt what he did for other people? Well, basically, he looked at the types of diet that people had, and what he worked out was that we're all different, so we need different types of diets, and he called it metabolic typing, and that's where that term comes from. Um, interesting fact that in 1969, another doctor, or this time a doctor, Dr. Morris Keller, actually went to Dr. Kelly because he'd been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And within six months, he was cancer-free as well. Now, Morris Keller has actually gone on and set up his own clinic down in South America. And he follows the protocols taught by Kelly, but he also follows the protocols taught by Kerry Reams. So, you know, there's a vast background of information behind all the work that we do as naturopaths. And, and I think that's important for people to know. You know, we're not plucking things out of the air. We're actually following in the footsteps of people who really knew what they were doing and helping people get well by 
changing their basic four steps of water, food, minerals and enzymes and just seeing what else needs to be done to help them get through whatever hurdle it might be. And it doesn't have to be cancer. Cancer is the big one that everyone's scared of. But, you know, I look at indigestion as being a huge problem out there in, in the, in the, um, in the world, basically. And anybody with indigestion is setting themselves up for something more difficult down the track, I believe, if they don't do something about that as early as they can. Now, Dr. Kelly wrote a book which he actually revised in the 90s. You have a copy of that, which is an e-book, which can be yes. emailed to people. Yes, it's called, it's, it's called quite, One Answer to Cancer. It's quite a big book. How many pages? There's about 124 pages. 124 so pages. it's a PDF. It's yeah. a PDF, but I'm quite happy to email it to anybody it who wants it. It can be emailed. So yeah. if you want to find out how to get the book, how do we go about getting that email to us? Just contact me through my website, naturaltherapypages forward slash holistic pathways, and... Holistic Pathways with an H, by the way. Um, and just send me an email and say, hey, I'd like the information you were talking about on radio with uh, Dave today. Okay, we can find out more details about that. Um, I wanted to pose some questions to you from a, a recent uh, forum that you had. Can we do that? A sure. A few questions. Not a problem. You. And firstly, we're leading off with one which a lot of people, their lives are impacted by, and that's food intolerance, David. Yeah, and, and I look at it not just as food intolerance, but I look at the four different ways in which we react to food when we react adversely. So the worst of those is allergy. You know, that's where the the, uh, the tongue swells up, the lips swell up, mm. the throat swells up, and you're in danger of death. That's That's not a good one, but that's the worst one. That's the rarest, although it's becoming more common nowadays. Um, but the first one is just simple sensitivity to a food. So... I look at it, okay, is a person sensitive to a food? Are they intolerant to a food? Are they overloaded by a food, as in they're having too much of that food and their body can't cope? Or are they allergic to a food? Now, most people know if they're allergic to a food because the symptoms are bang. A lot of people don't know that they're actually sensitive or intolerant to foods because they don't equate the symptoms they have with the actual foods that they're eating. And one of the reasons for that is Unless we actually have like cause and effect, we don't often look at what is causing the effect that we have. So one I, one I look at is say pain in the body. And because we're used to maybe putting up with pain, pain, if somebody's used to putting up with pain, then they won't equate it with the food they're eating. But if they mm. keep eating that food, the pain will stay there. Now, if they can take that food out of their diet and change their diet over to more wholesome, uh, green, energy-filled diet, usually the pain goes away. It's like a little miracle. Mm. You know, and I, and I get people coming in all the time and saying, I don't have that pain anymore. I say, well, what about that pain? No, I don't have that one anymore either. Because we're not supposed to have pain. Mm. I don't believe that the body is supposed to be in any pain whatsoever. Sure, there's traumas and accidents and those type of things. But generally, the body has pain because something is going into the body, which isn't right is for it, the body. Is it fair to liken it to if you had something on the outside of your skin and it yeah. was scratchy and it was irritating you, you would do something about it. This is an irritation, but on the inside. It's an irritation and on the inside. And you're not doing anything about it. And people don't know what to do about it. And medically, there's not a lot they can do about it because it's a nutritional problem. Now, for those who do have a food intolerance problem, you have something that could be sent out to them? I have articles on enzymes 
I have information to be sent out, yes. Yeah, well, I have articles on enzymes yeah. and things of that nature, but also Kelly covers that in his book. Right. Because what he was looking at was the cause of the intolerances and the sensitivities. So he was saying, well, you don't have to stop certain foods. You can have them now and again. I found that with myself. I didn't used to have dairy products because I couldn't tolerate them, get a blocked-up nose, mm. um, pussy bits behind my ears, you know, all those sort of things. Now I can tolerate dairy products sometimes. If I have them all the time, I can mm. still get the blocked-up nose, the sinuses, never went into hay fever or anything else, but, you know, chronically blocked-up noses I've had. Once I stopped dairy, that all went away. Now I have it occasionally and it doesn't come back. So it's the degree that you have something. So if you have something in a regular cycle, you can have a food then, you can get to a point you can have the food every four or five days, it won't have the same reaction because you have built up enough enzymes to actually digest that food because it's only the enzymes which digest the food. You are listening to 2 RFM's Health and Wellbeing. Naturopath David Lomman with us. A short break and we'll come back with some more, exploring some more questions that were put to him at a recent forum. We'll do that next at 2 RFM. Would you like to know? And by the... By the water today, seas two metres increasing to three metres around midday. Swells southeasterly about one metre. We've got a high tide coming up around six minutes to two this afternoon at 1.5 of a metre. And we've got uh, sunset at 24 minutes past seven. The wind from the east, 15 knots, 72% for relative humidity, 23 degrees at the moment. That is at Nobby's. And it is to NURFM's health and well-being. Our naturopath, David Lomond, continuing with some questions that were put to him at the recent forum. And this one here, digestive issues with effects on mental health, David. Yeah, and this goes back to the work of Abraham Hoffer, who first started to look at the effects on the, of what happens in the digestive system and how that affects the brain, which then affects mental health. And what he found was that when the digestive system was overloaded, the person is going to have more difficulty in thinking clearly And if it is severely overloaded, they can go even into psychotic symptoms. So cleaning up the digestive system is the work of um, Roger Williams we talked about last week, is the work of um, uh, William Kelly that we're talking about this week. And all the leading experts in orthomolecular nutrition start their work at the level of the digestive system, helping to get a healthy liver function because the liver is a rebuilding organ that actually rebuilds itself very easily given the right nutrients. So it's really a matter of what can you do to help the body heal itself? How can you take the pressure off by changing diets and doing things of that nature? And if you do that with someone with a mental illness they generally respond well. Mm. What about with digestive issues and children and learning? Again, the same thing. If the brain is clogged up, I mean, if you think about, say you're busting go to the loo and somebody stops to ask you a question and you're just trying to get to the loo, can you think clearly? Mm. Most people can't. And what happens is that's the way that a lot of children are all of the time. Their brain is overloaded. They can't think clearly because the food that they're eating is just not suitable for their body. Now, a final topic I wanted to go with here, which is a question that was posed to you recently, sleep interruption. A lot of people try and cope and try and live with sleep interruption. Tell us more about this. Well, there's 
a number of parts to early morning insomnia, which is, you know, waking up through the middle of the night, then not being able to go back to sleep. One of the major factors with that is liver function. Uh, in the Chinese philosophy, there are certain times of the body when different organs of the body come into action or are supposed to come into action or are supposed to rest. And the time for the liver is about that two, three o'clock in the morning time. And that's when a lot of people wake up. And basically what it's saying is the liver is overloaded. There's a lot of pressure there. Um, the body's not able to deal with it effectively. And it's, and it's really, I believe the body is really trying to tell us there's something wrong. It's time you did something about this condition. Get it right. And what we tend to do is look at it as a problem rather than an answer to a problem that we really have, which is a congested body. Okay. Now, listen, uh, before we go too much further, you've got another forum happening next Tuesday. Yes. Can you tell us what you'll be concentrating on with that one? For those Basically, the questions that the people ask. So what we're looking to do is get as much information out to people as we possibly can so that they can make decisions about their own health based on new information and new skills that we are there to teach. Now, David, if someone's listening now would like to find out more about possibly coming along, uh, what's the phone number they can call? Uh, call Philip Rankin on 044-222-752. Okay, so we can give Philip a call on that number there and register our interest in what's being hosted next Tuesday. Yes, and anything else that we're hosting at any time, basically. And find out details. What about the website, uh, which is our sponsor, balancedtowellness.com.au? Can we go there and find out? You can go in there, and that'll link straight through to uh, flyers on the different things that we are running. So it'll give people an opportunity to have a look at a little bit of other things that we're doing as well. We've done well. We've covered some great territory again today. Thank you for that, David. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, everyone. I um, hope you've enjoyed listening. That's 2NURFM's Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomond back again next Tuesday afternoon from midday here at 2NURFM. Now, 21 minutes to one, we have the Melbourne Cup on the radio for you, 3 o'clock this afternoon for our sponsor, Direct Pool Supplies, where you save money and time by ordering online. So the Melbourne Cup is close as your radio at 3 o'clock. Stay tuned for that. And easy listening favourites right throughout the afternoon with the one and only Mr John Slaven. He's in the chair here next at 2NURFM 103.7.